Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Robert Scott Bell Show. I listen to get accurate, up-to-date information. I've learned so much from him. It is awesome. It's the best entertainment that I've found. You rock the health world. Keep it up. I love you. Now, the voice of health, freedom, and liberty, here's Robert Scott Bell. Remember when the federal government brought in its no jab, no pay edict? That was five years ago and it received a bit of a rough reception. The idea that welfare came with the responsibility of vaccinating your children, it did take a while for Australians to accept. Some still don't. Well, last night, the CEO at Qantas, Alan Joyce, gave Australian travellers a similar fright as he heralded in a new era, no jab, no fly. No jab, no fly, no jab, no what? Folks, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. We are ready to rock the health world. It is Thanksgiving Day weekend, or no week, I shall say. I'm already in the weekend. I'm, all, I'm, I'm in holiday mode, yet we got to go. How do we travel if Qantas won't let us on board without a vaccination? That doesn't even exist yet, at least on the market via emergency use authorization anywhere. Oh, they promise it's coming. But what is Qantas doing? It's what United and Delta and American and Southwest, all of them are planning to do. In collusion with global government, World Health Organization, CDC edicts, they want to restrict your movement about the Earth cabin, much less the Canadian cabin, the American cabin, the Australian cabin. You know what I'm saying. And I've been warning you, I've been, it's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I didn't want to be a jerk, but I told you so. <laughs> what have I been telling you about increasing informational database mandates with identification, whether it be state IDs, driver's license, voter registration, ultimately, uh, passports, the ability to get in your car one day with the technology that they have. Remember, their technologies for like drunk drivers that they have to breathe into a tube for their car to start. Have you seen that? That's been out for a while. And I'm not for drunk driving. Don't get me wrong. But th- th- what? How can they stop this technology from being used to say, "Hey, flash your QR code to the uh, starter on your car." Oh, looks like you're not up to date on your COVID vaccination. Sorry, your start, your car's not starting. Of course, they want you to be out of all cars. Yes, that's the global reset, my friends. This is part of it. This is part of it. And they are manipulating you and everybody you know. Now, 
those of you who are regular uh, viewers and listeners to the Robert Scott Bell Show, you, you can see through the manipulation. You can see through the global new order reset matrix. And you know what's coming. They're telegraphing it. They're telling you. And they're doing it anyway because, well, we didn't, we didn't do enough to stop it to this point. So now it increases the intensity of what we are asked to do to put a halt to, to global communism through germ theory fear porn. That's how they're getting it done. That's their success. You're afraid of the invisible. You're afraid of the germ, and they're going to make it so we're only here to help you. We're going to protect you, and they're turning citizen against citizen. They're turning family member against family member. They're turning countrymen against countrymen and women. How? Because those of you who are awake and aware are selfish. Oh, how dare you want to go out and shop without a mask? How dare you not want to participate in satanic masking rituals to limit your ability to breathe freely? A fundamental right if there ever was one. Right? Do we have to argue about the difference between rights and privileges here? Go back and read Good to be King, A Foundation for Our Constitutional Freedoms, Michael Badnarik. Chapter 2, for free, available for free. Rights versus pro. What's the difference between a right and a privilege? Rights do not come from government. Privileges do. Rights come from God. Privileges come from government. And if you ascribe the government the ability to grant you rights, which is not feasible or, or even possible, but if you play along, the artificial reality does manifest. Then suddenly they can go, well, you know, that right to get on what you thought was a right to travel. Well, now it's only if you accept the jab, as they call it in the British colonies. The jab. I know in, in America we don't call it the jab, but you get what I'm saying. Vaccine mandates brought to you by airlines that you used to think, well, I, I pay for the ticket. I show them my ID. I get on. Of course, all of this manifested as well through 9-11. The 9-11 controversies, remember that? 9-11-2001 were supposedly hit by a bunch of uh, Muslim terrorists from where? Saudi Arabia? Oh, wait, no, no, it was Iraq. Wait, no, it was Afghanistan. Oh, wait. PNAC project for a new American century. Folks, I'm asking you to wake up. I'm asking you to see through the lie upon lie upon lie upon lie. And here's my concern as well. I don't mean to alarm anybody because you're already alarmed, right? How, what can I say? What can little old Robert Scabell say to alarm you even more? Rudy Giuliani, the president's legal team. He's talking a good game, but don't tell me this dude didn't know the scam of 9-11. America's mayor when it was happening, giving a little heads up on it. I am concerned. Who's not part of the deep state? I, you know, I don't want to take this to paranoia levels, but we've got to look at history. We've got to look at behavior. You're so far on the inside of something. Suddenly now you're on the outside and you're going to take down the cabal, Giuliani. I, I'm just asking the question. I'm pointing these things out. And I'm asking you not to rely on this kind of deus ex machina from people who are so corrupt or have been corrupted for decades, generations, etc. We're seeing bizarre things, rumors flying. We don't know what's valid, what's not valid, but we're, we're trying to investigate everything we can here because the freedom of the people of America and every country, some don't have freedom, China, for instance. Limited, if you will, social credit scores. Those, those are the things they want to bring to America and Canada and Australia, New Zealand and all of Europe, England, etc. How is it going to be done? Oh, that's impossible. That's crazy. That'll never. That's crazy talk, Robert. 
except that they have programmed the human species for 150 years since the time of Louis Pasteur, the liar, the thief, who claimed that germs cause disease and disavowed the acknowledgement of the genius Antoine Béchamp that the law of the terrain explains how disease occurs. And infectious agents, you want to call them that, aren't the cause, but they are the result of imbalances occurring within the terrain of the body. And that can also be impacted by invisible, what? Waves? Frequencies? Now in the realm of electromagnetic frequencies, EMFs you've heard about? 5G, 6G, what's next? Yeah, you're darn right that has a negative impact on the body, and we've got to do something to protect ourselves as long as this technology is present. Rain down upon us, all around us, by our own tacit, complicit participation in what uh, Furstenberg wrote about, the invisible rainbow. Talking about every leap we've made in wireless, even wired electronic communications or signaling, or it impacted our energy fields and we adapt but the adaptation process means a lot of people get taken out and if there is something new and unique in the year 2020 it's not a COVID-19 virus in my opinion it can be in fact related to more and more increase of these wireless technologies manifesting all kinds of aberrant metabolic uh, responses Adaptations for survival, but some don't survive. And then you go into modern medicine and they be sure to kill you with ventilators. Oh, it's a virus. It's a this, it's a that. Let's check out some of the news reporting on this uh, Qantas uh, mandate that you can be sure they're just the first to acknowledge and just wait till the next airline says it until they all do. And then what? we're looking at is how you can have a vaccination a passport an electronic version of it that certifies what the vaccine is is it acceptable to the country you're traveling to so there's a lot of logistics a lot of technology that'll be needed to put in place to make this happen but the airlines and the governments are working on this as we speak they already have the technology folks they're just kind of rolling it out slowly and, and just testing you how much are you willing to accept Governments are working together with industry. No, non-governmental organizations, NGOs from the WHO, Gates, Gavi Foundation, Technologies, Imprinted, Luciferase, Glow in the Dark, Inc. Tied into your cell phone, tied into whatever way they can. Oh, Real ID in America? Oh, yeah. I think Robert's been saying something about that. Since 2005, the Real ID Act. Not fully implemented. One of the side benefits of COVID crazy this calendar 2020 years, it delayed full implementation for air travel uh, until 2021. The real ID, right? Tied in unique biometric data. Was it going to be a retinal scan? Your social security number or other medical identifiers tied in? Oh, QR code says you haven't been vaccinated for COVID. Sorry, even with the real ID, you ain't getting on the plane. Are you ready? I've only been saying it for... A while, let's just put it that way. Thanksgiving week. I know I want to do Thanksgiving gratitude stuff, but I am grateful truly for all of you that are standing up and saying this shall not pass. This shall not pass. How does that manifest? How does it? Rosa Parks, two words, Rosa Parks. Go back in history and find out how we can stop it. How you can stop it. How I can stop it. 
But Qantas doesn't want you to stop it. So for almost 12 months, we've been grappling with losing our freedoms, losing our access to venues like hospitality, exercise venues, having to keep our distance from others, staying at home in some states like captives and leaving our details almost everywhere we go. That's what we've coped with in 2020. Well, now comes the next phase, life in a vaccine-dominated world. Qantas is just the first in this new space, I would have thought. Other airlines are destined to follow, and no doubt workplaces as well, hospitals in particular, maybe even parliaments and emergency services. How do you like that? You see what they're painting, the picture? And even that Australian news host is acknowledging these are all the things. You won't go to the gym without uh, your vaccine passport. You feeling good about that, America? How about Great Britain? How about Canada? Oh, man, you are all the way in in Canada. You got a globalist ruler if there ever was one in Trudeau. I'm amazed that they let that report in, uh, in Australia actually air. Let's see what it looks like on the airlines themselves. Now, let's hope the Qantas vaccine passport idea doesn't give the Queensland Chief Health Officer any ideas. Otherwise, Queensland will be demanding we all take the vaccine to get on a flight to the Gold Coast. But this is the new normal. There you go again. Today, we live in an omnipresent cloud. New normal. How are we going to stop this new normal, this new abnormal, this new Abbey normal, this Orwellian... Huxleyan reality that is being painted day by day through those of you, not you, probably y'all have unplugged from the mainstream media. That's why you can see things clearly and you've changed the way you view the world. And I pray that you've changed the way you communicate the world to your kids and your grandkids. I realize not everybody's awake yet. Some people have not felt the discomfort well enough yet that little last uh, clip about Qantas is like if we allow this to go internationally how long and that was a domestic uh, route to the Gold Coast for those of you listening to Australia you know what I'm talking about but it means like if you're flying from San Francisco to LA vaccine passport right they're already not allowing you to go on the planes without wearing a satanic mask Don't tell me it's not possible. The people have spoken. Oh, wait, no, they've not spoken. They've covered up their ability to speak and they're acquiescing. And this is where it's going. Is it is it time enough yet to say no, I shall not get in the back of the bus? Is it time enough yet? Or is it only when they're boarding you on to boxcars? Is that enough? Maybe that's a little late. Or is it too late? Do y'all give up? Not in a good way. If you want to give up, surrender to God. Surrender to spirit to allow you to be used as a channel, a vehicle for divine love, for spiritual freedom, because this is attack on your beliefs, your beliefs about breathing, your beliefs about movement in God's creation and no longer being subservient to man's arrogance playing it out through government, federal, state, and local, where they have no authority, certainly not in the United States under the Constitution, but it's an emergency. Yeah, it's an emergency. Guess what? Did they throw out the, yeah, that's right, the Constitutional Clause. Y'all remember that? Article whatever, article section whatever. That if it's an emergency declared by the government, everything we wrote to limit the government in the Constitution is null and void, and the government can do whatever the hell it wants. In no Constitution ever, not in the United States, not even on the state level, but that's what they're playing. And then they go to Supreme Court decisions like Jacobson 
as if the Supreme Court can rule in violation of the limitations of that document called the Constitution. No, but they're playing it up because y'all think, oh, man, only if we can get Supreme Court justices that will rule in our favor. My buddy Michael Bolden knows this all so well from the Tenth Amendment Center. Thinking that the federal government can rule on its own power and relying on that to limit the federal government is not a good strategy. The greatest strategy ever is simply to not get on or in the back of the bus or refuse to get on the bus at all, as I said many times over the years here. One more clip to wrap up the uh, Qantas uh, telegraph for all, all that we know. What of the negative effects of the vaccine? Are they even considered at all? Does it matter? Just take the jab so you can get on the plane, the train, the automobile, the gym, the grocery store. Now, the public won't toe the line with a vaccine if we are not told about all the side effects, the test outcomes and given convincing arguments on why we all need the jab. Now, the prime minister says we need a 90 percent take up rate, at least for a vaccine to be effective in hopefully eradicating COVID-19. It is a big ask at this stage. It seems like a lengthy process to go through and somewhat invasive, but the goal is worthwhile. We want our lives back, and that will never happen as long as this virus remains in our communities. Wrong, wrong, wrong. You will never eliminate a virus or an exosome, whatever you believe it to be, because it's part of creation itself. It's part of the human and animal genome. They're floating around in the tune of trillions, numbers I can't even describe to you. All the time. If the new normal is until the virus is contained, we will not return to normal. It will never happen. The arrogance of medical man and the subservience of the medical patient to medical man will inevitably lead to the prison status that becomes permanent unless you acquiesce to what we know of as pharmaceutical medical mandates at the behest of the global order. The Great Reset. Nothing great about it, but then Hitler was even Time's Man of the Year back in the uh, mid-early 20th century. Great doesn't mean wonderful. The Great Reset. It's terrible. It's horrific. I'm going to bring Super Don in here because I know he wants to lighten up the mood because we got some good stuff happening <laughs> on the Robert Bell show today. That's just, you know. I don't know. That was cheery and fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Welcome to the Thanksgiving uh, week. I'm grateful for y'all, for you, for she, for Super Don. I am. I am. Yeah. So this, this Qantas thing, mm-hmm. um, like you said, man, I mean, you called this months ago mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, uh, they've been leading up to this. We've been talking about the COVID pass and the, yep. everybody wants their own version of the, the, uh, the passport situation, but it, it, you weren't joking. They've been working on this. They've been putting the final touches to it. And Qantas uh, seems to be the one that wanted to lead the pack on being the first airline to do this. But uh, a bunch of them are uh, standing in line. I was reading another article, uh, can't remember where it was at this morning but it was talking about there's two or three other airlines that are just getting ready to do the same thing now Mm -hmm. and eventually i mean it just makes sense that it's going to be an industry-wide thing 
unless you happen to have like that one airline that's going to be the ones to be like, no, no, no. And then, you know, you know, I was talking about that at, at my, at my gym this morning with my trainer. She's amazing. And she's like, the corporate wants to like force everybody to wear masks and force all those trainers to wear masks. And she's like, this is stupid. She knows better. And, and, and we're talking about this because, you know, businesses are just, and I get it. They're wanting to stay in business. They're afraid. It's like, oh my gosh, if my patrons or customers don't come in and they're not wearing masks and they come in and they did But there is no authority to shut down these businesses. Right? We talk about with Peggy Hall. They're hollow. But if, if those businesses acquiesce through fear because of fear and if the people who go to those businesses also acquiesce through fear then the bad guys won they win because it's only our participation it's only our perception that they have the authority and then playing along with that authority that gives them the power that they don't constitutionally legitimately have and to your point super the first airline that says no we are not going to require it and we're going to make it optional for you to wear masks I'm going to buy a ticket even if I'm not going anywhere right, on that airline right. just to say thank you. And Although I think in a lot this of case, would. they're talking in this case, they're, they're talking vaccine, but uh, yeah. it's because I think the mass thing has been adopted industry wide, you know, just like what I think they're going to try and do with the vaccine. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, man, you know, uh, but you know, there's one thing, I don't know if you caught this or not. And it was like, I think it was like in the third clip um, or maybe the fourth clip. Mm-hmm. where he was talking about, you know, what comes next? You know, if they're going to do this, uh, you know, gyms and stuff like that. The very last thing he said before the end of that clip mm-hmm. was emergency services. And I was, you know, I, I heard that and I was kind of like, so what is it exactly he's saying here? What is he implying? Is he implying that if, uh, you know, you call 911, I don't know what they have down in Australia, that's the right. equivalent of nine one one. But so what happens? You call nine one one, and you say, "Oh, my husband had a heart attack, and he's on the floor." And they show up, and they say, "Okay, has your husband been vaccinated?" Right. Well, oh, oh, he hasn't. Well, he can't ride in the ambulance then. That sounds extreme. But what what was he referring to? I mean, you think of emergency services. What do you think of police, mm-hmm. uh, ambulance, right? Paramedics, uh, fire department. What 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 would be the restriction? What would they hold back from you if you weren't vaccinated from doing? Would they not put the your 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 fire out? Would they not respond to an emergency call? Mm-hmm. That that to me, I would love to get some clarification on that because that to me is like super don. How how long, do you wrap your head around that? Right? You know how long have I been saying that people who are people of faith? Let's talk about that. And I know you're here in this audience. So I'm not making any accusations. You guys, each and every one of you have to look in the mirror and decide this for yourself. But I said, people of faith worship at their church or their synagogue, their temple, whatever, one day, twice a week, whatever it is. And the rest of the week, they turn their bodies over, their children's bodies over to the church of pharmaceutical mysticism. And, and, and it is nothing less than that. We are cultists I'm not saying it literally because you guys understand what I'm saying is that we are participating and have for a long time in the cult of modern medicine. This idea that they somehow know something that you don't know, that I don't know, that they have a special connection to their God, whatever, because it is, it's religion. It's not science anymore. You know about this. The whole basis for vaccination is faith. It's sacrament. 
Oh, we we just tell you, you got to believe it. And if you dare question the dogma, the belief in the vaccine, suddenly you're a heretic. You're anti-science. You're an anti-vaxxer. You need to be banned from social media, from polite discussion. You can't come to church now. You follow me where this is going, folks? This is a religious war, a war on your right to worship. And we'll get into the Hasidic Jews that have some, some nads in, in uh, Brooklyn. We need more of that happening, more of that happening elsewhere, and we'll talk about it. Uh, seems like kind of, I don't know, millions stick to Thanksgiving travel plans despite warning. I mean, that's a good sign, this article here. Let me see. Do I have these articles? I haven't even showed you the show notes. Let's see if I can bring them up, folks. Go to robertscottbell.com. Share the show. Share the notes. Let people know that real media is happening. Real First Amendment is happening here. As we talked about the COVID passports. Florida mandate. We're going to get into that in a moment as well. Um, but the links are all there in the show notes. We talk about the Qantas story. This is, we're not making this stuff up. Um, here, look in Florida. This one. Hello, Florida. DeSantis sounds good about vaccines. He's not going to mandate a COVID shot. But Florida still retains the claim that they can mandate it. And this article at the Tallahassee Democrat says why. He says, if push comes to shove, will DeSantis have the political will not to order mandatory vaccinations? One activist asks. He, I mean, again, we support DeSantis saying it's going to be the choice of each and every Floridian. That's great. But remember, there are other executive orders that were passed, so, so to speak, that are on the books still today that could give the government of Florida at least the claim that it can mandate it despite DeSantis saying that he wouldn't. The state health officer is authorized and directed to use his judgment as to the duration of this public health emergency, DeSantis says. I also direct him to take any action to protect public health. So that means any action, including mandatory vaccinations despite what DeSantis is saying he's speaking a good game but the authorizing law which is an executive order a state declaration of emergency it's not an authorizing law because governors cannot make laws ordering an individual be examined tested vaccinated treated or quarantined for communicable diseases presenting a severe danger to public health it's an emergency folks Remember, back in March, DeSantis required travelers from New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut to self-quarantine for 14 days. And they were also required to sign a form. This is not Cuomo. This is DeSantis, the same guy that's saying we will not mandate vaccination. State health officer and surgeon general can order any individual to be examined, tested, vaccinated, treated, isolated, or quarantined for COVID-19. That was part of the uh, executive order. Then DeSantis rescinded the order in August, okay? But here's the key. Florida and many other states remain under a public health emergency, which means the health department there has the legal authority, according to what the state says, to force people to get vaccinated. And this is, you know, we've covered this, the governor's association, whatever it was that we, we, we published the letter or linked to the letter here at robertscottbell.com a few weeks ago to explain why was it the government, the governors were insisting on declarating declarations of emergency that never expire or that continually get renewed. And we thought, okay, it's because of money, right? We said, oh, it's money. It's the federal government emergency funds to come back to say, well, that's not true. Apparently that money is available already. 
Whatever you think about that doesn't matter. That's already there. So it wasn't dependent upon in a declaration of emergency. But what is dependent on a declaration of emergency is the distribution and mandating of the vaccine to be. The emergency use authorization that is just inevitable via FDA, not a full on approval, but an EUA, which also depends upon attacking any doctors who declare and dare to declare that they have a successful treatment for what's called COVID-19. Which is everything and anything, apparently, that disappeared, flu, it doesn't matter, it's gone, it's all COVID-19. Folks, we're living in a dystopian, artificial, medical cult reality. They've waved their magic wands, the sorcerers, and most people are complying and obeying. And yeah, they might still go to services or on Zoom, they're doing worship services. But at the same time, they still believe over their connection with spirit and God directly that these people, these medical minions actually know something that they don't know. And they don't except that they know you're vulnerable and susceptible to fear mongering because of your fear of germs. Wake up, folks. That fear is being used against you and your relatives, your loved ones, your kids, your grandkids, and everybody until you put a stop to it. And it's not going to happen by a Giuliani lawsuit, unfortunately. I'd love for it to be, but I just can't trust the guy. Why could I? Why could I? I mean, he's, on the, he's part of the deep state. Now suddenly he's going to save the day? I'm a little bit concerned. And there are entities that want civil war in America to establish some form of martial law. We know the games that are being played to manipulate us, but we must, 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 must. I, I'm not saying it's mandatory. It's optional. You have the option to reconnect to the source of your life itself, which is not government, but God and spirit. To reconnect through prayer, through contemplation, through meditation, through worship, through reading of your, your, your spiritual text, Bible or otherwise, to get connected to receive your, if I call them marching orders, I don't mean to use warfare terminology, but there is a war on your freedom. How are you going to know what to do? It's not because I'm telling you what to do. I don't want to tell you what to do other than to remind you what we are all supposed to do is stay connected to the source of all sources, spirit, not government. And then we'll know exactly what to do and when to do it. But in the meantime, the clarity that I have and that maybe some of you have is Rosa Parks, Rosa Parks, Rosa Parks. Don't get on the back. Don't get into the back of the bus. Don't get on the bus at all if you, if you could avoid it. And don't participate in your own demise, in the enslavement of your fellow man, woman, and child, your enslavement. You are not required to participate and help your captors, your enslavers. That is not a requirement. That is not, not, oh, you're being nice? Oh, a good little citizen helps the government to capture and enslave all of the citizenry. By what definition? If you're reading Romans that way, I don't know what you're smoking, but it's not good. You are not obligated to help your captors capture you nor enslave others to a system of limited movement without participating in the dangerous death cult of modern medicine as it's manifested. Doctors, nurses, where are you? Pharmacists, where are you? Any of y'all standing up for freedom? Are you going along with it because, oh, it's a germ. It's a bad germ. We just got to give up and abandon liberty. And let's experiment on the people with an authorized, by emergency use only, for emergency use only, 
a permanent state of emergency, though, is in place at the federal level, the state level, the local level. And you know, in your Bible, remember, go back to the Old Testament, the Hebrew Scriptures, Ten Commandments, the little asterisk at the bottom that says, in case of emergency, break tablets, ignore everything that I've told you about how to live and what not to do. Because it's an emergency. Not in there. But people are behaving as if it is. Not here, not now, not ever. Not on the Robert Scott Bell Show. It is Thanksgiving week. We'll find some happy, happy thoughts. <laughs> happy talk is coming. We got Lisa Hill from Silver Right Global. Super Don, we're going to be talking about the best deal ever on the silver pillows that I sleep on that apparently your wife sleeps on because she stole your pillow. She did not steal it. Yeah, I know you're a good husband. You're like, honey, you can have why, it. Why, why am I continually having to be uh, talk like an, uh, a lawyer here? Uh, every time you bring this up? <laughs> it was not I, stolen. Totally. It was given totally freely. Totally teasing. All right. We're going to talk yeah, about when we come dude, back. Yeah. You're right. Huge, huge friggin' deal yeah. uh, that we're going to bring up about the silver. Right. And, you know, there's so many good deals right now. Just so you guys know. Tomorrow, I'll be putting out something that will have everything on just one page for you. Okay. So we can, because I'm having trouble keeping track. You, Everybody's like having these great like d- sales and deals on stuff that we talk about and we love on the show. Do you want to do like a, even an email? I know you're going to do a thing about the 50%. I will have an email going out as well. Yeah. But I'm just going to put it all in one place for you guys so that if you guys are interested, you want to okay. you know take advantage of some of these sales that are going on, mm-hmm. it'll all be right there for you. So when we come back from this break, uh, we'll talk about doctors and nurses, maybe waking up and warning you about some of the dangers or wanting to be warned about some of the dangers of COVID shots. Also uh, revisiting the CDC's confusing statement. It's for a mandate. It's against mandate. What is it? What is it? And then time permitting. Yeah, we'll get to some questions of the day as well. And some silver pillows that you want to sleep on for the holidays and beyond and the deals that are coming. Thanks for being here. Thanks to our friends at Trinity School of Natural Health, trinityschool.org. Check them out. Sign up. The place for health, freedom, and healing liberty is also there. For thousands of years, the iris has been examined to determine potential deficiencies and health issues in the body. Every human optic nerve contains between 800,000 to 1.7 million nerve fiber endings. These nerves connect our eyes to the brain and continue down our spinal cord, connecting to every organ and gland in our body. This course utilizes the iridology chart developed by Bernard and Ellen Jensen, which tells us what markings in the iris may be pointing to issues in certain organs or glands. In this course, you will learn how to identify the genetic strengths and weaknesses with organs, glands, and tissues, tendencies towards tissue irritation and inflammation, how to find the potential ability of an organ's reaction to the presence of illness, discernment of familial patterns of illness, including digestive issues, blood sugar tendencies, blood anomalies, and heart issues, and how to locate potential nervous system imbalances, spinal subluxations, circulatory disturbances, connective tissue weakness, and much, much more. Iridology is a fascinating art and science. Learning it will change the way you look at the human eye. If you're interested in learning iridology or have questions whether it's right for you or not, please send us an email or call and get started on your journey to transform the world. All right. Uh, Super Don just pointed out a beautiful uh, comment, confirmatory comment 
Is that from Stephen or Chris? No, that's Chris. Chris, Chris put yeah. in there about uh, going into a prayerful contemplation and, and picking up kind of the things we're talking about today. Um, you know, I don't want anybody paying attention to the mainstream news because it's it's infuriating, infuriating. It's depressing. It's an agonizing. I get it. I'm with you. I feel it. My wife feels it. You all feel it. At the same time, we can't stick our heads in the sand and pretend it's not going on. That's we're we're well beyond that point. There was a point in time, Super Don, where we could just go, I'm just going to hide my cave, let the world go crazy, and then come out. What are we going to come out to? Our family members d- disfigured and damaged by mandatory vaccinations, experimental injections? I don't think any spiritual teaching is argued that that's a good thing for their people, the people who believe. Well, and not only that, but I mean, I mean, l- look at the changes that have happened in society. Mm-hmm. I mean, could you imagine, Robert, think of this. Imagine if, let's say, five years ago, you had been frozen in carbonite, right? Mm-hmm. And some of the, you just got unfrozen today and you like stepped out and you said, so what's, what's going on? Is it 1984? I mean, could you imagine the shock yeah. of everything that has changed politically mm-hmm. uh, and, and with this, this uh, coronavirus thing? Uh, you know, you, you, could you imagine walking out the door and suddenly there's like everybody's walking around in masks? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I mean, and, and just th- the way that things have changed, are you turn on the TV and they're talking about, you know, you have to, you know, have a vaccine to fly on a plane and all that stuff like that. It would be bizarre. It'd probably take you a week mm-hmm. just to try and decompress of how crazy everything has changed. Right. Yeah. So it's like you were talking about, you know, it's like you can just hide in your cave and you come out, you know, it would be like uh, being in a time machine. And coming out and everything is just completely right. bizarre and weird. See, doesn't uh, make any uh, sense. Unless you practice their uh, religious or cult-like beliefs and dogma of wearing masks, they're preventing you from going into grocery stores now. Somebody said natural grocers is now refusing, not acknowledging some people can't or won't wear a mask for any number of reasons, religious, philosophical, medical, or otherwise. Uh, Chris's last statement or just about in that little comment, and he's watching on Facebook. Thank God we're still there, but who knows how long. Speaking for myself, he says, ah, today became more urgently humbling for communion with God as ecstatically as I can handle with emphasis on Mother Nature, right? Nature and nature is God. Folks, if you're not already there, get there as soon as you can so you'll know that compliance with Caesar to the detriment of your spiritual salvation, your physical freedom is not a biblically authorized thing if you follow the Bible. It's a misinterpretation, complete, utter destruction of your spiritual freedom by participating in there, by not doing as Rosa Parks did, by refusing to get to the back of the bus. So uh, you got yep. something, Super D? I've got, yeah, I know some of the stories uh, I just, want to bring in. Yeah, I know. We got a yeah. bunch of stuff to get here. I just want to acknowledge yeah. uh, just in the chat room here, Blue Dragon 84 was saying he just walked out of natural grocers. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they will call the police if you do not wear a face diaper. He used to be able to go in there without a yeah. mask. Now they've changed their policy. He had ended up walking out of there. Also, I want to say, and I want to acknowledge, every once in a while, we get a, a message uh, mm-hmm. from DLive. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot of people that watch on DLive, mm-hmm. but I just want to, Ricky Robb has been uh, a, a loyal uh, viewer over on DLive for a while now, and I just okay. want to say, hey, Ricky, Ricky Hi, Robb. Ricky. Thank you for being at DLive. Welcome. 
appreciate you're, you're ahead hold, of the game because we're you're most, holding down the fort over yeah. on D Live. Most people are watching us on uh, the two main platforms that have just banned at least one of them. Maybe both have banned uh, Highwire with uh, Dell Bigtree. Yep. And I don't know how many days we got, how many weeks or months. We don't know, but we're utilizing the platform to reach you. But please, please, please come on over to robertscatbell.com. There's a listen page that you can see all the different platforms. Twitch right now has also a, a platform where you have a live interface, right? Where you can do like like people They've love got a camera. They might over a D-Live too, but that, yeah. that, I really do like the Twitch uh, mm-hmm. platform. So let's, yeah. uh, let's talk about doctors. They're actually doctors that are saying that the CDC should warn people the side effects from COVID vaccine shots won't be a walk in the park. Well, my message to doctors is like, where have you been? Or even more so, doctors, why are you relying on the CDC? You're a doctor. You should warn. Oh, no, I can't do that. They'll threaten my license. Wait, you, you're not allowed to read the peer-reviewed literature and report that to your uh, customer base, a- a.k.a. patients? Oh, no, I can't actually tell my patients that. Because why? You're licensed. A license is a permission slip to do that which would otherwise be illegal. And, of course, healing in America is illegal unless you're a licensed doctor. Sorry, homie, don't play that game. And many doctors are waking up to the reality that they've been imprisoned by their license, not freed to do things. Doctors say that the CDC should do it. The CDC is a corrupt political organization rife with pharmaceutical conflicts of interest as the main marketing arm of the vaccine denomination of the church of satanic pharmaceutical. Oh, did I say that? Yeah. Mysticism. At this point, we're not talking about resetting bones here. We're talking about before they allow you to come into the ER to get a bone reset. Oh, they're going to make sure you are vaccinated. What does one have to do with the other? Oh, they can lie to you and tell you it has something to do with it, but it doesn't. They want you debased. They want you intoxicated and limited in your ability to think clearly, to have critical thinking skills still intact. With every ejection, you lose a little bit of those critical thinking skills. Now, this I mentioned this yesterday about the CDC. This is just bizarre and confusing. And it's sort of like CNN. Every once in a while, they publish an article. We go, oh, well, we agree with that article. What the hell happened to CNN? Well, they have to do something, particularly if it's not controversial. But this one is. Headlined in Politico under coronavirus, the CDC apparently denounces unethical and illegal mandatory coronavirus testing in schools. Like, what, what is that? I, 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 yeah. I, what? Nicely done, Super Don. I never heard <laughs> oh, you do that. I thought that was only I, me that could do that. What the heck? What? Yeah. They, suddenly they're like on the side of ethics and legality regarding mandatory stuff. They're saying we should not be manda- mandating testing in schools, which, you know, my son is dealing with. He just texted me earlier today. He said, well, they're, they're making it voluntary as of now, but they're holding out the possibility they're going to try and mandate testing in the new year. Well, that is as if, well, only if the people, the students, put up with it and play along. But unfortunately, outside of trade schools, technical schools, the liberal arts institutions, the classic high-end education, Super Don, colleges, universities, they're all a bunch of communist, liberal collectivists. And the students have been programmed through their government indoctrination to get there and see nothing wrong with communism and collectivism. 
So why any parent would send their kids into those schools? I get it, you know, from a standpoint of public education, which is indoctrination, you, you know, it's economics. They destroyed the economy way back when by increasing the role of government in our lives, increasing the tax burden. And then suddenly mommy had to go to work, too. And if mommy wants to go to work, that's fine. The hardest job in the world is what moms used to do. And some still do raise kids, care for the family in a way that many men are not capable of. Super Don, I'm looking at myself. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering. Not making any accusations here. Not at all. So where does this updated guidance come from? Comes from the agency uh, as the agency's reputation for objectivity has been undermined. So they're they're actually kind of going, well, how dare they? Actually, <laughs> and that, yeah. and you know what, that's the takeaway yeah. from this here for me is that, that, uh, that sub headline there yeah. at the top, because my impression and how maybe I'm reading it wrong, but it, correct me here yeah. if, if necessary, yeah. it seems like right off the get go here, they're, they're putting a negative spin on yeah. this mm-hmm. saying it may, it comes across as like, well, you know, this guidance that they're giving out here where they're calling it unethical and illegal to, to, to have mandatory testing in schools mm-hmm. is being influenced by these political appointees in the Trump administration. Mm-hmm. As, if, what, yeah. as if the idea of it being unethical and illegal, which they put in quotation right. marks there. Right. What does that tell you uh, where the media is, is? Politico is. They're all about right. violating your fundamental rights. They were probably so all for 11-year-olds in D.C. giving uh, informed consent to vaccinations and probably other horrible things. Well, and in this case, it's not even vaccinated. They're just talking about the, you know, testing. testing. Yeah. Right? So, you know, I don't know. I mean, is are is the, the, the thinking here that um, it's being politicized by saying that it's illegal and unethical? Is that what they're saying? I, well, I mean, is, is it weird? I mean, uh, yes, are they, listen, to would the majority people, of parents not have a problem with that? To respect people's rights of refusal and to acknowledge that kids are not old enough to give informed consent. To get tested. Right. I understand. But yeah. to get even tested. it that's, that's political? No. What are we talking about? Ethics and morality? Limitations on government and medicine? They're all gone in the mainstream media. They're all about turning your body over to medical science. And it isn't even science. It's the medical church. Folks, if you're still paying attention to anything in the mainstream media, other than the fact that they're lying to you and descending you in, those of you who participate, into a new world communist order, there is no reason to monitor them except your super don, and we have to monitor these stories so we can bring them to you to let you know what they're, what they're telegraphing that they're doing and what they're in favor of. Despite the fact that somebody at the CDC actually found a little religion here and to say, you know what, it's not right to mandate testing even to kids in schools. But remember, we opened with the Australian story about no jab, no pay. And initially there was a lot of pushback in Australia. And now it's pretty much universal, except for the few that are able to economically withstand the the blow of not receiving the money for kids that they give everybody else because you're not willing to experiment upon them in a Luciferian way via vaccines from the medical church. All right. With that, are we up to uh, some questions of the day? Should we do that now? Yeah. At least a hill at the top of the hour. So uh, here we go. Questions of the day. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. (laughs) 
All right, here's the first question of the day coming from Shane. Our buddy Shane, hi, once again, Robert and Super D. Thank you for answering my questions and inspiring us all. I love this ministry you have, all the beautiful people, guests, and libertarians, etc. On for us all to enjoy. I don't have a long question, but I want to know what do you make of the latest COVID claims? That it can cause lasting effects on the body, like blood clots that can go to your brain. Also lasting effects on the lungs, cardiovascular system, and such areas. I know I'm not worried about this stuff. I listen to your show all the time, and I try to spread it to as many people as I can. I'm just kind of stuck about some of these claims. I know it won't cause these issues, but I don't know how to explain this to loved ones, etc. I know many people are scared. I just want to give some light on this issue and would love if you can help. Thanks much. Love to RSB and Super D and everyone else, Shane. Shane, love to you as well, my friend. And uh, I would say if you are indeed engaged in civil disobedience this holiday by getting together with more than six people or two families, I would ask that you take the time. And I know with kids there, it might be hard to do, but at least for adults and teens that are old enough to find a quiet time to sit together and pray together. And, and I don't mean to pray for an outcome per se, because I'm just not into telling God what to do. I, I think that's a bit arrogant of man to say, I know better than God. No, it's more or less praying for guidance for insight, for revelation, etc., And in that way, we may get into a different space because we may have different family members coming to, you know, Thanksgiving, or you may go in and they have a different, significantly different belief about COVID crazy. They might be buying into it. You're not going to get them intellectually, but maybe spiritually that the spirit moves them because you've, you've engaged in a coming together as a group. Look, what is the reason why they want us not to come together and worship together or celebrate a holiday together? Because you will discuss things they don't want you to discuss without pre-authorization written approval. They can't censor what's going on in your Thanksgiving meal. They don't want you getting together with fans going, hey, did you notice this? Isn't that crazy? Isn't that absurd? Hey, do you see the communists? They're coming through this thing. They don't want any of that. The real reason they are separating and dividing people and not allowing them even to worship in church and synagogue is because they don't want you to get the message that disabuses anybody of the authoritarianism of the secular state which is not so secular when you realize the pharmaceutical church is what's directing everybody in it the secular state the secular media and so this is the reason why we must come together and communicate directly with one another heart to heart eye to eye Smile to smile, take those masks off and breathe and see and speak and sing and worship and cherish the time you have together because you may not get it back. As Tom Woods perspective as well with his uh, COVID lecture. In fact, we got Tom Woods scheduled to come back on, talk to you about some more uh, education opportunities, a Black Friday deal I want you to know about. He's wonderful. We enjoy him. So yeah, the claim that post-COVID blood clots, brain damage, heart attack, on and on it goes. No discussion of what were you, what did you do when you supposedly had COVID? Did you go on an antibiotic? Did you go on an antiviral drug? Were you given blood thinners? Were you any, any number of medicines and drugs that could result in anything and everything post what recovery? It's always about the virus. We continue to expand what it can do like a nefarious supervillain beyond pinky in the brain who are apparently back. The Animaniacs are back. I haven't seen it on Hulu, but I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I always like the Animaniacs. They're a bunch of chaos, but have they gone political? I don't know. I haven't watched them. 
So, Shane, that's my perspective. Thank you for asking the question. If you want more, let me know, and we'll go to our second question of the day here. Uh, This is coming from Tommy. Hi, Robert. I'm a daily listener and Patreon member. Thank you, Tommy. Love your show. I know you are a user of the key technologies unit for helping to reduce the negative effects of electromagnetic fields. My question is, considering that excess radiation exposure shares many symptoms with COVID-19, such as fever, loss of taste and smell, dizziness, headache, shortness of breath, ground glass, opacities in the lungs, nausea, hair loss, etc. I find it strange that, at least on the show, you haven't put these two things together to suggest that what many people may be experiencing is not the effects of a dangerous virus, but rather the effects of dangerous levels of EMF. Do you think there could be a connection between all the new towers and satellites going up and the current pandemic? Thanks, Tommy. Now, Super Don, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought we have acknowledged what Tommy's we've saying. We've talked we about it. Yeah. yeah, we've talked about it some. I, I just, um, if, if we're not doing it enough, that could be a criticism. That's fine. Uh, I, I think from the very beginning, you know, John Rappaport and I were talking about Wuhan and the experimental 5G city that it was as well, in addition to pollution, mandatory vaccinations, uh, on and on it goes. I don't think it's one thing. I think it's a little of everything. But yes, the harmful EM fields. And what did I bring up, I think, in the monologue today? Furstenberg's book, The Invisible Rainbow. Is If that guy is still alive, Super Don, the author of The Invisible Rainbow, please, please, please. I'm asking so sincerely because I know you've got too much to do already. Or if anybody is in contact with Furstenberg, tell that dude I want him on the show. I want to interview him about his book, which talks about all the so-called pandemics since I think the 19th century, at least, when the electrification of the grid started, when it went wireless, on and on, always corresponding with some bizarre pandemic claim, real or imagined. So I do not ignore that at all, Tommy, and I believe wholeheartedly it's a significant part. Why do I talk about the key technology all of the time? Why do I? I mean, this is a, a blessing from, I mean, Hagen Tears was inspired to develop this technology from Germany. And by the way, we're going to do another EMF 5G seminar December the 4th, I think. Is it going to be? Refresh the notes. It's at the bottom of the page. Okay. I'm going to refresh I just, the notes. I just dropped that in there uh, just yeah, a little bit ago. Let me see where it is at here. Refresh the notes. Is it at the bottom of the page, you said? Yeah, just scroll, scroll down. Scroll on down. We got Lisa Hill coming up in a few minutes. Uh, Silverite Global, talk about your access to silver pillows at the best deal ever and all of their products, apparently. It's not going to be $20 off. It'll be more, a lot more. We're going to talk about it. Uh, Let's see, scrolling down. There it is. 5G and EMF Nightmare. It's December 3rd, 4 p.m. Eastern time. So sign up for this event. I think registration is open now, right? And we'll also talk to you about the best deals ever on some of the key technology Uh, Black Friday as well. So there's a lot of good opportunities to uh, learn and uh, participate and get the things that will help remediate the harmful EM fields disrupting our healthy state of being. Super Don, thanks for putting that in there. I didn't know you were Mm going to do that too on top of everything else. I thought thought the RSB20 was 20% off. Is it 20 bucks off? I'm still confused now on on Silverite Global. Because if you see in that big thing you put, it says... There was some confusion there, wasn't there? I thought we cleared point? that up. I thought we had cleared that up. I but, will check on that. Well, and and we'll get the we'll get the skinny from uh, 
Lisa Hill, Silver Right Global. She's joining us in just a moment. We're almost at the top of the hour break. Uh, I know the chat room's very active today. I want to thank you so much for being here uh, this holiday week. We plan to do another live broadcast tomorrow, and then we're going to do some encores Thursday and Friday of this week, and maybe Sunday as well. I might not be able to hold back on doing a, a new broadcast for Sunday, so I'm not counting on it cons- considering it's just like any day that overachiever. We don't- well, any day that we don't broadcast, I feel like we're, we're not. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I have a, a responsibility to communicate this stuff for people to empower them. And, uh, you know, I got to let it go sometimes, too. All right. It's, it's my thing. <sighs> so uh, let's see what else is going on. Y'all are active. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Ricky Rob. My name is Robert and I wear a glass. Robert, are you left handed? I have other questions. No, I'm not. <laughs> Anyway, look, great hour, intense hour, yes. Good stories that we have to cover. Please share the show. Give us a thumbs up. Host a watch party. We've got a whole other hour of broadcast healing to go and then some in bonus time today. This is the place for health, freedom, and healing, liberty. Link up all the banners there at robertscottbell.com. All the best deals getting even better for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. We'll let you know about those. Lisa Hill's going to join us. And my favorite pillow, my favoriteest pillow ever. Sleep on it. Been sleeping on it for I don't know how long now. I'll have to ask Lisa if she remembers when I got it, but I would not do without it. And uh, they even have travel pillows, kind of little beds for pets. We've talked about the silver-infused fabric, even if you have to wear a mask. Not that we're mask uh, proponents at all, but I want to people, keep people safe. We'll talk about that and all the opportunities you have. Next hour on the Robert Scott Bell Show, where I simply remind you that the power to heal is yours. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. I listen to get accurate, up-to-date information. I've learned so much from him. It is awesome. It's the best entertainment that I've found. You rock the health world. Keep it up. I love you. Now, the voice of health, freedom, and liberty, here's Robert Scott Bell. Go bless so blessed that I could be here with you two hours a day plus six days a week and have Super Don supporting me. Lean on me or lean on him, Super Don. He's got those broad shoulders, so I can do that. And uh, in the midst of this Thanksgiving holiday week, it's no, it's not all doom and gloom. In fact, it is what may be necessary. All of this, that Super Don, that's going on, you know, I look at this and I, and I look at it as a healer does or should perhaps. 
You know, the people that have come to me for help as a homeopath for many years, almost 30 years now, they've, they've come to the conclusion that natural medicine is something for them, mostly reluctantly because they never grew up with it. Like I didn't grow up with it. And it was experience after experience of like I experienced with modern medicine. Yeah. They're good at resetting a bone beyond that. Not good for a whole lot. Just saying in my own life, I found out being poisoned and poisoned and poisoned, right? They, I will poison you back to health. Little, little boy didn't, didn't work. And, and, and it took the suffering that I had super D and I know not everybody's path is the same as mine. I've got friends my age, some never been sick in their life and they don't have that same appreciation. Others that were sick as I was that still don't figure it out until now, you know, 30 years later and and super D I look at the, you know, politically and economically, all the challenges we're faced with. And I think spiritually on one level, it's designed to help us wake back up and reconnect to the most important source, the source of our very lives. And we're seeing a lot of comments in the chat room about that today too that it's, it's serving a purpose to drive people back to where they should have always been. But we are given the freedom to stray and say, oh, we can do it without that until we find out maybe not. So anyway, I'm seeing, Indeed, trying to see yeah. the light, you know, in the midst of a lot of darkness, so to speak. And, uh, you know, the light is always there. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to see, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, if you're, you go looking if you're do, for if, it, if you're doing this, yeah. eh, can't see the light. Hey, take those yeah. things off your eyes. And get a good night's rest, too. You know who's bringing the light today? Lisa Hill, Silver Right Global. Let me bring her in right now. It's those shiny silvery pillows that I'm sleeping on. My wife's sleeping on. And, (laughs) oh, my gosh, the best ever. My sinuses clear as can be, as we talked about when I first started with this. So it's good to see you, Lisa. How are you? Good to see you guys. Thank you so much for keeping everything alive. You know, I just read a study just uh, last week when they were talking about what isolation does to people. And so thank you so much for keeping these messages alive when people can't, you know, go around the way they used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I just want to say one thing is, you know, we're all getting ready, ready for Thanksgiving, right? Thanks and giving. And uh, we just live in this place where we always want to give, be giving back. We want to be, you know, blessing people. But many times we have to get blessed first in order for us to understand really, truly what that gift is all about. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking as I I was interviewed for a um, for a publication a couple of weeks ago and they asked me, you know, how did you start on this this journey? And I'm just like you. I mean, truly, it is just one step at a time. It's one experience after another. And you talked about all those years that you had troubles with your health and so on. And it just seemed like, you know, I was in the medical community for 22 years. And in that arena, people say that nurses and doctors don't get sick. I'm telling you what, I got sick. I got sick a lot. And when I started to understand really that our our immune system was really the number one, we have to keep that immune system strong. I didn't have a clue. I mean, I had to start studying. I had to start really looking at the kind of things that I had changes I had to make. And one of the areas was silver. And so when I started to understand what silver could do, in my first company, we actually created Ingstrom Silver. And amazing things started to happen. Mm-hmm. And people started, their life started to change and everything from fungus to, you know, and bless his heart, there's a lot of people out there that are working on, you know, getting the message out there. But I thought, how about if we were to do functional fabrics, you know, infuse fabrics with silver. Mm-hmm. And so we took that concept of a dream into a reality today and silver right is really making a name for itself and you mentioned pillows and that's only the beginning 
we have nine other products in development. But one thing that I'm so excited to share with you. So, you know, part of me is very analytical, likes the studies. You know, the other part of me really likes the, the just heart to heart and connecting with people. And we recently just completed a, a clinical study mm-hmm. um, on our fibers and our fabric. And they tested that it actually kills n- over 99.9% of bacteria that rests on the fabric. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Yeah. Uh, look, I mean, we think about that. Lisa, you know, and I know I've been studying, uh, you know, silver uh, technologies and yeah. in, in, in medical uses, et cetera, for you see uh, 17 18 years now it's it's amazing and i've i've actually presented at medical conferences on silver's properties for many different things and so i've I was, heard you before yeah, yeah and i was slow to catch on to the fabric thing I, it just kicked myself it's like lisa where, where were you where was i right <laughs> but so so great okay. to connect because the i call yes. them therapeutic or fun- functional fabrics and yes. what we have talked about initially when we brought you on and started talking about the pillows is like realizing what's in and on a pillow and it's the yes. same thing with the mask situation. It's like, it's yes. not that these things aren't normal to interact with, but when they situate and stay there and stay there and stay there, there's transformation that takes place where those things that are normal can become potentially harmful. And okay. so to neutralize them outside of you without harming yourself is a critical element of recovery because we're spending seven, eight hours, depending on who you are, nine or 10, if you're a teenager, on that pillow. That's and, right. And that's so right. that's a real, you can't, you can, you can easily understate, but you can't overstate how important this issue is mm-hmm. to sleep on something that is not in some way contaminating you, infecting you, et cetera, mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Doug Hoffman, a real dear friend of both of ours, um, Doug talks about the micro um, toxins that are inside of our pillows. So think about that. They're, they become airborne. We're breathing in a pillow that those fungal spores, and you wonder why you wake up with a stuffy head, mm-hmm. you know, sore throat, and eventually in lung issues because fungal spores do get into your lungs and eventually into your bloodstream and weaken your immune system. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of reasons to sleep on the silverite pillow. But also, you know, you, you mentioned a little bit about the mask. Well, you know, I am I am not real excited about this at all because I do so much traveling. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. You're traveling. You got to whip that thing off. And, you know, I mean, we're all fighting the system. Trust me. But there are circumstances that you have to. So that's why we created the silver right mask. So you aren't breathing in junk. Right. And oh. one doctor that bless his heart. We, I spoke at an event in Nashville with Ty and Charlene actually sponsored that. And the doctor that was talking about it, he said, you know, not only are we fighting the fear of COVID and oh, by the way, you guys do your homework because fear, fear weakens your immune system. Mm-hmm. So all these people right now on Thanksgiving that are stuck in their, you know, staying at home and full of fear. Did you know that if you're around your loved ones, your endorphins kick in, your immune system has increased. So the things that we are doing to people, it is absolutely horrific. Isolate. We are not meant to be isolated. So what I say is, you know what, if you have to, you wear the silverite mask, um, but most of all, do everything that, that Robert has always preached about, all his guests, keeping that immune system healthy. I mean, that is absolutely key. Yeah. And we know, I, I know we have a lot of folks that did uh, take advantage earlier when we brought those out with you, the, the silverite global yes, mask. Yes. And again, this doesn't mean we're in favor of masks. Lisa's not in favor oh. of them, but recognizing that there Can't are, stand them. right, there are unfortunate limitations in our movement we have to make decisions every day about and we talked about that in yes. first hour yes. what to do about it somewhat but if you have to like i said to protect yourself yeah. in that context yeah. that's why it's there in the same way we sleep now on a silverite pillow 
We had some questions about cleaning the pillow, uh, washing it, not washing it. Somebody even just said, hey, even do even feather pillows have those things we don't want in them? You know, cathering around and staying on the on the feathers. Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you, dust mites love animal dander. Dust mites love. What happens is that the longer that you are using a, a down pillow, the reason they get heavier is because the dust mites have families that proliferate and they poop. That's mm-hmm. the reason you're you're you're. You know, your animal pillow is getting, you know, is getting heavier. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. What do they talk about the weight when you buy it versus however long later yeah. they reweigh the, the feather pillows? And it's like, well, where did all that weight come from? Exactly. Exactly. And you, you know, your skin cells, your dead skin cells, because that's what the dust mites love. So what the beautiful thing is, the K-pop, the inside of the pillow, mm-hmm. it comes from a tree. So it comes from nature. And oh, by the way, the dust mites do not like it. Um, it's naturally antimicrobial and antibacterial, and they it, it resists uh, moisture in water. Mo- it resists its, its weight in water. Mm-hmm. We're also doing a study on that. So you're going to start hearing more and more because even though we know it works, we know that people are driven sometimes to make a decision based mm-hmm. on clinical data. So it's just proving what we already know. Yeah. Well, uh, folks, on the cleaning front, I'm going to ask Lisa now this question because apparently – one of our uh, listeners bought a pillow and made to put the whole thing through the wash. Does that ruin the inside? Can they replace the K-Pock if that happens? What happens? They certainly can. We sell K-Pock in bags. Um, you can go ahead and order it. We're going to give you a, a special code as well. Um, but I would advise do not put it straight through the straight through the washer because it ends. Treat it like you would treat wool. Remember, you can't put wool in, in warm water and, and so on because it will shrink up. So this is a, a natural fiber. And it does shrink up and become kind of like in a ball. So all you have to do is you have to wash the outside casing like you normally would. And if you Mm -hmm. want, you don't have to worry about as much of that fungal and bacteria and all that other stuff because, you know, you do have the silver coating on it, silver, uh, you know, fabric. Mm -hmm. Um, So you don't have to do that. But just wash the outer coating. If you really need to wash the outer Mm -hmm. casing, take the K-Pock out, put it in a bag and wash your casing, then put it back. I was saying, I've joked to you about it. There's so much K-pop in it that I've got enough that I pulled out of my personal pillow that I can make another pillow with it. No problem. There you go. Because I, you I, go. I tend to like a pillow that's a little bit flatter, not a three-story condo, but it's nice because everybody gets their option. As you point out, you get it and you decide, yes. it, is it much, too much? Because my wife has way more K-pop in her pillow than I have in mine. And uh, so, so you, you get to adjust it for your use, for your uh, benefit. So sure do. we talk sure about do. the uh, the discounts we've been given on going uh, 20% off here that you've been giving us that RSB 20 code. But I understand Superdon is telling me that this week through through um, uh, Black Friday at midnight, uh, RSB 50 will be the code to get people 50% Yay! off. Is that correct? You can't. That's, you're just making that up. Oh no, we love you, Robert. We love your, we love your, your customers and our audience. And, you know, I just want to give back. I want people to experience this because unless you have a really solid good night's sleep without those neuro, you know, mm-hmm. neurochemicals and toxins that are feeding your brain, um, attacking your brain, people really don't understand sometimes what a solid good night's sleep is. So mm-hmm. I want people to experience, I want to bless you, Robert. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. You know, we can't thank you enough. Without your voice, I know that many people would not still would not have awoke and still be awake today. So thank you so much. So what if they want to take that RSB 50 and apply it to like the dog bed or the, the mask or any of the other products that you have? Or is it just the pillow? 
No, it's a pillow and the mask. Pillow and this. the mask. Okay. I needed to know what yep. they could apply it to. Yep. So if people but are... they can use the 20 on the other. If they want to do two separate orders, okay. they can do the tw- RB, you know, RSB 20. So it's RB still 20, applicable yep. for the other products, but for the mask and for the pillow, 50% Correct. off now through the, the Black Friday event, which is like the day after Thanksgiving. Right. And what is Thanksgiving this year? What are the dates we're looking at here? I don't even know what day it is anymore. 26. Today is the 26th? Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, no, no Thanksgiving no. the 26th. Super Don. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving. So the, through the 27th, through Black Friday. Correct. So if y'all yep, have been midnight of the 27th, waiting for the best opportunity of the year yes. to get your silver right pillow. And if you need a mask, this is it. All right. And it's starting today. We have it. RSB 50 and Super Don check. You check the code and it's working, right? It's working, man. It's 50%. That's just crazy. Yeah. That is absolutely crazy. So if you've been exactly. holding out or whatever about, you know, maybe trying out the pillow, which I've used, my it. wife uses all the time. Mm-hmm. It's a great product. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's working now. 50% off is huge. Yeah. And super done. Who, who, and you know what? Think ahead. about it. Christmas is coming. I mean, people sometimes, I don't think, right. I think I tell everybody right now, it's a COVID Christmas, man. You're going to get things that you need. You get things that are going to be good for your health. Uh, all the frivolous stuff is going to go by the wayside. Yeah, it's all about health, folks. And yeah, please invest in your health, including the kind of yeah. things you're eating Thanksgiving. Please make choices that are going to benefit you, not be detrimental Amen. to you. And I've said yes. this over the years, Lisa, that the whole flu season, which no longer flu exists, apparently. Uh, it's all COVID. Everything's turned to COVID. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's just, yeah. That we precipitate what they call flu every year. Because we abuse our bodies with food that is not good for us or even great food that we abuse to excess. And that can upset our gastrointestinal system, the seat of the immune system. So do the things that will limit or reduce the uh, toxic uh, burden on the body, the threats to the immune system. And one of those things is sleeping on a silver right pillow. Absolutely. And if you have to wear a mask, make sure it's silver infused if you have to. Or find one that I've said that's kind of holy. In other words, it has a lot of holes in it. (laughs) Uh, yes. So you can breathe through it. Uh, I know the airlines yes. are not yes. appreciative of that, but they, I'm not appreciative of their uh, uh, mm-hmm. restrictions on your freedom to breathe any more than a lot of uh, these companies, mm-hmm. um, health food stores even, that are engaging in this uh, restriction on breathing. It's just shocking, but not, mm-hmm. I guess. It is. Yeah. I'm going to say something in, the, in this in this season of idiocracy that mm-hmm. we're living in. So I have to travel a lot. And I'm telling you what, this is one thing that I want everybody, I'm going to ask everybody. We are standing in line at the to, to, to board your plane, right? Mm-hmm. So they have spots every six feet, right? You're supposed to stand apart from each other. How come all of a sudden you get on the plane, you're shoulder to shoulder <laughs> with the person next to you? Oh. These planes are packed. The last few flights I've done, there is not one empty seat. Mm-hmm. Nobody's social distancing. They don't care. But no. yet they'll get mad at you if you're not social distancing prior to getting on the plane. But I guess mm-hmm. once you get over that threshold and you're now in the airplane, the COVID somehow just. I don't oh, there's so many absurdities, Lisa. You oh. know, I, I mentioned yesterday. I, I shared this. I'm just talking about one of them, but that was my irritant today. Yeah, no, that's a good one. I, I, I shared the story <laughs> yesterday. My wife and I went to the post office in the health food store. And of course, we're not masked. Everybody's masked. And it was, you know, they have the, the distancing stickers right in line. Yeah. And we were there just chatting about stuff. My wife and I just talking, you know, no mask. And then a nice elderly woman in line behind us wearing a mask who couldn't keep her mask up. It went below her nose. She kept, <laughs> but she, she, she said, Hey, you know, she's like getting my attention. And then I look at her. She says, no, no, your wife. Okay. What is it? You've got to see 
my beautiful envelopes that she had these highly decorated envelopes she was using to send out to, I don't know, grandkids or kids. She was telling us she's got 23 grandkids and 12. I mean, it's like an incredible family story. And she just keeps chatting with us about all these things. And it was like, I was asking what, what was that all about? She was so nice. And as far as I know, we didn't get any evil eye stares from other people. And I think there is some yearning on some level. And especially from our elders that know better because they've lived a whole life to this point without masking. It's like, I can see these people. I can see them smile. I want to engage and talk to them. Yes. And I thought, wow. Yes. Could that be something that that civil disobedience could bring mm-hmm. some level of spiritual balance to the force or something mm-hmm. that we can do by not okay. wearing masks in public? Amen. I mean, I just, I just think that this, everybody's gone mad. People yeah. have gone mad. I could tell you story after story, but you know, I know you guys, you, you have, amazing people that that chime in every day no no but your stories are very important and valuable too we want to share the stories and that that i said also with the the threats on uh those who are gathering for thanksgiving in large numbers family members coming friends coming they want to prevent that because what would happen lisa we would see each other in our homes not wearing masks talk to one another about the craziness of the world and start saying hey you know we we really are are off here. We need to get back on track. This is how it's supposed to be. And they are deathly afraid of people coming together and seeing these realities. They are. They are. And you know what? Years ago, when I first started into medicine, we studied something and we were taught about the failure to thrive of children, right? If children weren't nurtured, if they weren't held, if they weren't, you know, next to their parents and and so on, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen with the failure to thrive on all levels and in all ages right now? It is going to be a sick, sad society. So we have to fight back on all levels. Yeah, in many ways, we are seeing that sickness uh, manifest uh, emotionally and spiritually because of the distancing. You know, we are needing to interact with one another. And we're being told that the act of being together, breathing and being able to see somebody smile is somehow dangerous or deadly. Uh, That is a psychological damage that may be hard to recover from from some of these kids that have now grown up in this one particular year in their life cycle and so we're going to have to look at those impressionable years and say there's going to be whole new disorders written about children who were raised in the year of covid crazy if we don't come to our senses quickly then there'll be more generations after that will have the same uh, disability i shall say due to the impact of what environment over so-called genetics this is not a genetic experiment it's an environmental one and it will cause all kinds of aberrations and we're seeing it in real time you're absolutely true that's absolutely right all right super thank you so much for being such warriors you guys are let me and thank you lisa for being such a supporter of this message of health freedom and healing liberty and and bringing out great products that we can share with everybody super done any questions comments coming through the chat room I, i mentioned one of our listeners yesterday brought up the fact that she eventually apparently washed the whole pillow and we, oh, I think we kind of answered the KPOC solution, if you will. Right. Yeah. So that, that, yeah, that takes care of that. I've had a couple people ask about where you guys are able to ship. I've had one person here is asking about if you will be, are you, you able to ship to Canada? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. We sure Canada. What about we, the, U, what about yep. the UK? Yep. We wow. certainly have. Okay. We've, well, there you go. We've shipped worldwide. Excellent. And, it's, and it's not a controversial uh, shipment, so to speak, like some of these things like supplements that they kind of control at the border. Right. It's a pillow. Yeah, They're like, oh, totally, pillow, come on totally in. totally different thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
which is great. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. So let's see what else we got here. If there are any other questions coming through here, I'm excited about it. I, I still, I've got all this K-pop. I want to fill a, you know, if you could send me an empty shell, I can <laughs> fill a new pillow, you know, for the kids or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want, you know, I don't that. like waste. You know, I've got this stuff just waiting. I know, I got it's just it. waiting. Here's right? a, here's a question here uh, from Christine asking about the masks. What's the ideal way to clean them, mm-hmm. and what's considered a wash since it's good for twelve washes? You just throw out your regular washer. I mean, it all depends on you know. I wouldn't use bleach on it because you don't have to. Remember, it has silver mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. Um, so just use warm water. I would drip dry it because it is, a, you know, a natural fiber, so it will shrink up. So, so you just can wash ha- it as you would. You could hand wash it then, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But is the reason for only 12 times the concern for uh, how much active silver is present with each washing? Is that the reason? No, here's actually the truth. I'll tell you the truth. Truth mm-hmm. is that fibers, every time we wash them, the fibers break down. Not so much the the infusion of the silver and the fibers. But every time we even wash our clothes, we don't notice it all the time. But our fibers start to fray. Mm-hmm. So it's not guaranteed after. But not because the silver goes away, but because the fabric naturally starts to wear down. So, yeah, I was thinking the silver is going to still be present. So you're still going to oh, get yeah. the same level of protection. But in terms of... Uh, porosity, if you will. Yes. Is that a word? Yes. Porosity? Yep. But the thing is, you and I both know that if viruses really were the cause of this stuff, we know that there is no fiber that is tight enough woven that can stop something that <laughs> small, know. right? I know. So exactly. it's the silver that is the greatest benefit here. So for yep. me, I would have no problem wearing it beyond 12 cycles mm-hmm. of washing. I'm just saying, this is not you saying yeah. it, Lisa. This is me saying it yeah. because I know what yeah. the active is. The issue, of course, of fibers kind of unspooling. Yeah. It's all like, oh, the holes get bigger. It doesn't matter. No. <laughs> the, the reality is if you are fearing a virus, that no mask is going to protect you. But the silver will protect you from what you're breathing yeah. out that would change in the mask exactly. if it's not containing that silver. Exactly. Think about this for a minute. Um, and I'm going to leave you with this. And that is that what do you think stops 5G? Has anybody done any investigation that? Do you know what stops 5G and protects us? The silver. Mm-hmm. So I tell people all the time, you know what? You might not want to wear the, the mask because of a, a personal opinion that you have and belief that you have about it. Wear it on your forehead. Wrap it around your head. I don't care. <laughs> but truly think about it. The silver stops 5G. And we're going to be developing more product. We are already in development of products that, you know, have a denser, uh, fibrous uh, fabric. Mm-hmm. And and a higher content of silver, so it will help to to stop that five G. Yeah. And I think this is part of the secret to why people are sleeping better on the pillow. Not because it you know it has the organic kapok in it; it's one hundred percent cotton and mm-hmm. has the silver. But the, I believe because many people have not, uh, they still sleep with their their phone next to their bed, especially if they have children, right? And so I really believe as you nestle your head into this pillow, and I really believe that the silver is helping to protect our precious brain against mm-hmm. the 5G and against yeah. all the EMFs. I really believe that. Yeah. All right. So my wife wants a silver hat. She wants to wear a silver foil hat. Uh, so, you got it. Uh, but yeah, I was thinking uh, for men, if you're concerned, if you're young enough and you want to have babies, yeah. uh, probably going to need some silver uh, threaded underwear soon to protect yeah. you from all of the 5G as well. And of course, we're going to be talking about more of the, the uh, key technology, QI technology that depolarizes Perfect. the field itself. Uh, all of these strategies are valid and valuable, and we need to take advantage yeah. of that. There's also a great uh, Black Friday event uh, prices through Cyber Monday on that. 
And uh, nice. Alicia Hill, again, RSB50 is the code. 50% yep. off available today if you're listening live through Friday, uh, which the day after it. Thanksgiving this week. And uh, Lisa, God bless you. We love you. Appreciate oh. you so much for all that you're doing. God bless you guys. Love you guys and happy Thanksgiving. All right. So we'll, when we thank come back, happy Thanksgiving to everybody and Lisa Hill especially. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, when we you come back it. from this break, uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, well, law enforcement refusing to enforce unconstitutional executive orders. Oh, yeah. The police are on your side. Well, the sheriffs are at least. And uh, spiritual freedom. What did a Brooklyn synagogue do to be able to host a wedding for 7,000 plus people indoors with no masks? This is a lesson for all people of faith in all churches, synagogues, mosques, etc. What can you do? We've got to start doing it. Bring back our spiritual freedom. And uh, for now, say thanks to our friends at Synergy Science. And th- say thanks to Lisa Hill as well. Remember, RSB 50. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Lisa. We'll talk to you a bit. We'll be right back with more powerful healing after this. Today, we live in an omnipresent cloud of charged particles emitted by electronic devices, electromagnetic fields, WLAN, and radio waves. These particles penetrate our bodies and heat the water in our body tissues. Recent scientific studies have shown that this particle flux not only heats the cells in our bodies as if we were in a microwave oven, but damages them as well. At Key Technologies, we want to protect you from the negative effects of such particles, so we have developed the Key Home Cell and other products. The Key Home Cell creates a protective field that works like a filter, intercepting any dangerous particles before they can enter your body. Here we have a partial look at the inner workings of the Key Home Cell. The Key Home Cell generates a charge exchange between the water tubes, thereby discharging free electrons and releasing them into the room. Within 24 hours, the Key Home Cell creates a torus field. The free electrons formed in the torus use their negative charge to bind to the positively charged harmful particles, thereby rendering them harmless to you. The torus field has an effective range of 16.4 feet above and below and 24.6 feet around the device. The torus field created by the Key Home Cell is transmitted and provides you with protection through the walls of your home. Not only humans and animals are shielded from harmful radiation, but plants and food too. Whether mobile radio waves or WLAN, any particles that come within the torus field can no longer cause any harm to you or your family. The Key Home Cell provides you with all-around protection, allowing you to communicate with absolute peace of mind when using your cell phone or any other electronic devices. The Key Home Cell's free electrons are transmitted into the water through the torus field and repairing the water structure that was destroyed by radiation particles. Water regains its ideal vibrating hexagonal grid structure. The difference is easy to taste and can be proven with laboratory testing. This type of perfect hexagonal water structure is found in fresh spring and healing water and has also been seen in snowflakes. The same effect happens with our food, which also contains water. The Key Home Cell greatly reduces radiation exposure from cell phones, laptops, WLAN transmitters, mobile terminals, and other sources of radiation. The Key Home Cell drastically reduces the thermal stress on your body tissue. It is very fast and very easy. With the Key Home Cell, you will experience a new quality of well-being within your home and more life energy without any unhealthy exposure to radiation. All right, that was great to have Lisa Hill back on uh, this Thanksgiving week on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Super Don, just to reiterate, RSB 50 yeah. for the, the pillows and the masks. If the you want pillows to get and the masks are, are, are 50% yeah. off with RSB 50. All the rest of the products, you still can use the RSB 20. But it sounds like you might have to place two separate orders 
to run, you know, RSB20 code on other products, for instance. So. Right, right. Because when you put in the promo code, it applies it to whatever's in the cart at the time. Gotcha. So you, you would have to do two separate orders. But how cool is it that they ship to Canada and the UK? Yeah. You can just yeah. send it anywhere. Send it anywhere and sleep much, cool. much better. Um, so thanks, y'all. And and I saw somebody who was spraying their mask with uh, Argentin 23. That was a great comment. David, David spraying his mask with Argentin 23 when I need it. So, yeah, that's you can do that with your silver right global masks or you can do it with any mask just to neutralize whatever's going on in there in the interim. Uh, so these are good silver strategies uh, to, to carry on with. So uh, thank you for those insights. And uh, wow, what a show today. All right. Well, we want to get into some more news stories um, about Cuomo's hypocrisy. I, I know not everybody wants to talk about that, but I mean, these are important distinctions <laughs> to make. Well, listen, you know, I've noticed that you've got all of these these uh, politicians, governors and people and stuff, specifically governors, because they seem to be the ones that are trying to tell everybody what you can and can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've noticed this trend lately where uh, these governors that are out there going, you can, you cannot, no, you can, cannot. And in this case, it's... Um, it's Cuomo. He's, yeah, he's it was uh, Newsom. Mayor. Now it's Cuomo. Check this out. Reckless Cuomo under fire for announcing that he's inviting family to Thanksgiving <laughs> while publicly <laughs> urging people to stay home. Right. Do and as not I just say, not family, family. Yeah. but his, his elderly, like she's like 89 year old mom. Yeah. Uh, apparently he was doing a radio interview yeah. and somewhere in the conversation, he just mentioned on the radio, oh yeah, and I'm, I'm bringing my mom and my, my two... Uh, yeah, I'm not, is having an, his 89-year-old mother and two daughters to Albany for Thanksgiving. This story yeah. is, my mom is going to come up with two of my girls, but the plans change. Listen, uh, you know, the thing is about Cuomo or anybody, if you're bringing your... My mom's 86, and I really wanted her to be here for that or other events, but the whole masking insanity is, is preventing her from getting on a plane because she's, she, she has her weak spot is when she's under the weather, her, her lungs are, are real issues, but she's not on medication or drugs normally for it or at all. But the reason she doesn't want to get on the plane is that it's a vulnerability, but there's no accommodation for that. Instead it's worse. Now we're going to get the airline saying, not only can you, do you have to mask, but you're gonna have to wear a vaccine. Wear a vaccine? What? Well, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to wear a vaccine. It's not enough to take the vaccine. You're going to have to wear it so that in case you lean over to somebody else, they can get vaccinated too, right? It's just never going to end. <laughs> it's insane. So I support Cuomo and his desire to bring his 89-year-old mother to, to Thanksgiving. I do. Even the, yeah, he's a hypocrite. But listen, I mean, well, listen, you can't sit there and tell everybody as Cuomo, you know, and by the way, this was like uh, shortly after he won his Emmy. By the way, that he did this, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, but you, you can't sit there and tell everybody in your in in New York, you know, New York City or whatever, mm-hmm. um, that you know you can't have anybody come over. You know, tell everybody no that you can't you can't travel. You can't like that, and then say, oh yeah, by the way, I'm bringing in my 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 mom and my daughters for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, right after he did this, people went crazy all over Twitter and they were slamming him, stuff like that. And then suddenly he realized, oh, wait a minute, I, I was wrong. I'm actually going to be very busy that day. Uh, I'll be working. So, yeah, no, mm-hmm. no, no, I'm not going to bring my mom and my daughters in for Thanksgiving. Right. You know, right. you can't have it both ways. You can't. No, tell but, people- but you get what I'm saying is like. I, I, I in think principle, yeah, I understand, yeah. at least on, on the desire, of course. Yeah. That's the reason why. 
when you take a look at what's actually going on in this country, mm-hmm. uh, you've got millions of millions of people that have been flying. And I've seen yeah. numbers, these number of these news reports where they're talking about how uh, people are just like, whatever, I'm getting on a plane. Well, I'm Lisa, and Lisa you know, Hill just said she's on planes all the time and they're packed. They're packed. Yeah. Uh, but oh, yeah. yeah, the irony, of course, is you have to social distance while wearing a mask. You get on the plane and you're like shoulder to shoulder. It's it's so stupid. And, you know, right. going into restaurants, sit down and you're safe. Stand up, put the mask on. Uh, how compliant are you? How compliant are you? Now, I get the sensitivity to not want to have businesses closed. I do understand that. I do. But I want the businesses and the people who attend, you know, are patrons of those businesses to stand up with them and let them know that I will stand up with you in defense of your freedom as a business to operate without these uh, unconstitutional uh, edicts and mandates and prohibitions, which, by the way, good news, more and more law enforcement saying they will not enforce. There was an interview on the, the network we don't even watch anymore, Fox News, but law enforcement across the U.S. overwhelmingly refusing to enforce COVID orders. Will the public follow? That's the big question. Because once you recognize, and, and that's why we played, I don't know if we played the clip, but I tweeted it out, Super Don, of that Buffalo business that kicked those co- the, the sheriffs out. How shame on the yeah, sheriffs Buffalo, New York, yeah. for thinking that that was a constitutional order to have to mask up and separate, but they kicked them off the property. That was awesome, an example for everybody. This is an right. interview with Sacramento County Sheriff Scott Jones. He was on Fox News stating the department would not enforce uh, the governor of uh, California's new curfew nor any other COVID orders from him or unelected health department bureaucrats. Amen to that sheriff. And, you know, we're, we're seeing... Uh, you know, Governor Cuomo trying to push back. Right? He says he's warning law enforcement that they have to implement his COVID restrictions over Thanksgiving because he's facing a revolt from a string of upstate sheriffs who said they will not have officers implement the rules that bans more than 10 people at family gatherings. And then Cuomo says this. I don't believe as a law enforcement officer, you get to pick and choose which laws you enforce, except Cuomo is such a dunce that he doesn't acknowledge that executive orders are not law. Health department mandates and prohibitions are not law. The health department is not, they're not lawmakers. The governor, not a lawmaker. So your order is not law, and he, he doesn't want anybody to acknowledge that. New Mexico Governor Michelle uh, Grisham made similar order for her state, came out in public, even admitted that her order or anybody else's order limiting people attending Thanksgiving dinners is not enforceable. And that was on a, a PBS NewsHour. So, folks, this is not us saying it. it they have to acknowledge You can't enforce the state's five-person family gathering limitation and no place in the nation can enforce such a rule. You're asking people in New Mexico to do that. How do you enforce it? She says, you can't. Because you can't unless the people comply. And unless the, the, the police or sheriffs try to enforce an unconstitutional mandate or prohibition. Uh, it's people, the people, it's, it's people not doing what I said earlier. And I keep saying this two words, super Don, you know what those words are. Let me hear you. What are those two words? Their names actually. Sorry. Rosa. Oh, Rosa Parks. Gotcha. Okay. I needed the emphasis on that. That is the point where you recognize that the government has been able to enforce unconstitutional mandates or prohibitions only because the people acquiesced and complied. And the point is now the sheriffs are speaking up. Some police officers speaking up. Where are the people like in Buffalo or other areas where they're going, "Uh uh-uh, you can't shut down this business. 
the health department coming in with cops trying to fine you or imprison you or do whatever or shut you down. They not, they don't have the authority. The people and patrons need to stand up along with the business owners and go, uh-uh, get out of here. You come back with a warrant and maybe we'll talk. And they're not because they, they don't have the constitutional authority to enforce these executive orders or health department mandates or prohibitions. Uh, and that's a big part of this story. Uh, in Oregon, where you are, Super Don, the story covers mm-hmm. the Marion County Sheriff's Office publicly stated that they will not enforce Governor Kate Brown's orders. Uh, and uh, Newsom is having to deal with that everywhere. But it's a matter of do you go along to get along until you're on the boxcar? Or do you say enough is enough? Yes, the mask mandate, the distance mandate, it is enough to die on that hill that you're not going to die on by stopping these boneheads from trying to enforce something that they can't enforce unless you cooperate. Stop cooperating. Cooperation is a bad word when it comes to unconstitutional prohibitions on your freedom. Super Don, of course. Yeah, and it's not just Mary. I mean, here in Oregon, it's happening actually a lot. Mm -hmm. In fact, the, the, the sheriff's department here uh, did the same thing yeah where they just you know where i live they're just like listen uh we've, we've got police stuff to do mm-hmm. <laughs> you know we're not going to go knocking on people's doors checking to see if they have more than six people in the house while somebody's robbing the 7-eleven you know or or you know there's a, a burglary or a fire or something like right. that you know there's like stuff that people really needs to be uh addressed uh and not something like that mm-hmm. so not that that's probably not. I, I, listen, there's probably mm-hmm. still going. They're probably still going to get calls. I'm sure yeah. 911 is just sitting there going, "Oh man, here we go." Right. Um, they, well, yeah, I'm they're sh- going to get these calls from the 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 Karens, the neighbors, etc. As they say, uh, don't be those neighbors. Sacramento County's uh, Sheriff uh, Scott Jones in California now saying he won't enforce the governor's curfew order. Can you believe that? A curfew, like the virus comes out at night after ten. Oh my gosh, get home. And you're not allowed. And, and of course, we pointed out everybody going around to honk in his neighborhood uh, mm-hmm. after 10 p.m. to show him what a numbnut he is. Uh, so even in California, where you think everybody's crazy, apparently there are some sheriffs that are still standing up uh, and saying, no, 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 the government has not the power to do that. The, the, the concern I have is the city police departments, because they are controlled often by you know, political interests, the mayors and stuff. They're not elected. And so they'll often try to enforce these unconstitutional prohibitions on the freedom of businesses and people to go about their business without uh, prohibitions on breathing, for instance, or, or distancing, etc. And, um, you know, th- that, that's, that's problematic. The local police forces, the sheriff's departments, it's embarrassing. As I said, what happened in Buffalo, two sheriff's deputies or whatever they were there with them. And they were, I loved it. And I know you said it was, to me, you said it was kind of cringeworthy. But to me, it's cringeworthy yeah, when people don't yeah. stand up. Well, in a good way. I mean, yeah. but it was just still, it was just like, wow, I can't yeah. believe they're doing that. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah. It's the same thing to do. It's absolutely right. the same thing to do. Right. So I know we're, we're doing great on time here. So if there are any questions or comments coming through, let me know. Otherwise, I'll jump to one of my favorite stories of the day. We didn't get to it yesterday about the uh, synagogue in Brooklyn, how they pulled off a, a wedding miracle. Um, you know that story? This is uh, in the New York Post. Yes. I'll bring it up now. Secret plans helped Brooklyn Synagogue pull off a massive maskless wedding. You go, you Hasidic Jews. I love it. And this is a Hasidic synagogue in Brooklyn. They planned the wedding of a chief rabbi's grandson 
with such secrecy, it was able to host thousands of maskless celebrants without the city catching on. Oh, the city knows everything, do they? Well, maybe not everything because you've got a community that's willing to keep a secret. Let me see if you can see that image of the actual wedding. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> and they could see apparently over 7,000 people in their synagogue in Brooklyn. Right, right. And they kept it a secret from the government. And they came together to celebrate a wedding, not masking. And of course, there's, the way, there's a few people in there, isn't there? One or two people there. And I don't know if their hats have silver in them, but they're they're awfully uh, fashionable. Very cool. Uh, organizers schemed to hide the wedding of Yoel Teitelbaum. Yoel Teitelbaum. Uh, grandson of Satmar Grand Rabbi Aaron Teitelbaum from the ravenous press and government officials, says a detailed account in the Yiddish newspaper Der Blatt, the publication of the Satmar sect. Uh, due to the ongoing situation with government restrictions, preparations were made secretly and discreetly so as not to draw attention from strangers. Now, look, the Jews have been targeted in Brooklyn for a while, since way before COVID. Remember the attack on them because of measles? Oh, man, they're measles super spreaders. They're not getting MMR shots. It's like, we've got to shut them down. It's a, it's a rabid measles outbreak. I'm telling you, folks, the vaccine issue is, is ripping this country apart, as is the germ theory. Because there are people that are true believers. They claim to be people of faith in God, but they actually believe in the church of pharmaceutical mysticism and the dogma that somehow poisoning people with shots containing aborted fetal cells, aluminum, mercury, antibiotics, formaldehyde, shark oil, squalene, injected, and on and on it goes. And these are people that say, yeah, I believe in God. Yeah, I follow the edicts of spirit. And then they turn their bodies and their children's bodies over to the secular church of pharmaceutical mysticism. Yeah, I'm calling y'all out. If you're in this audience, it's probably not you that I'm calling out, so you're not offended. But if you are offended, it's because there's truth in what I'm saying here. And I've been saying it for years. It's not new. Organizers of this uh, wedding were tirelessly working to arrange everything in the best way possible because you couldn't put a notice out. It was all word of mouth. They couldn't put posters up. Synagogue walls, nothing, no invitations through the mail, no report in any publication, including the newspaper, uh, the Yiddish newspaper. Yeah, they could fit 7000 people, jammed men in the bleachers, filled to the rafters. Women sat in the balcony behind the barricade. And of course, last month, the state ordered the cancellation of another Williamsburg wedding plan for a grandson of one of the rabbis and brother of a rival of Aaron. Apparently, I don't know what these rivals are all about. Uh, after that publicized event was expected to draw 10,000 people. And of course, that's an attack on religious celebration. Is that not prohibited by the First Amendment? Yeah, of course it is. But the First Amendment doesn't protect itself. It's the people who cooperate with government that allow these unconstitutional prohibitions to occur. And, you know, we come back to this COVID-19 nonsense. And I say it very kindly because I want to cuss. I do. I, I, I look, I'm human. I get mad too, but I'm not gonna, cause it's a family friendly show. If we do a, a show after hours, I'd tell you, and the language might get a little more coarse just because you gotta sometimes let it out. But this is the COVID crazy. That's, that's causing people to attack people of real faith. When I say real faith, again, I'm not, I'm not endorsing one viewer over, over another. That's not my point in saying this. 
I'm saying if you have faith in God, whatever, however you describe it, you recognize that germs are not the cause of disease. If they were, we would all be dead. Apparently, doctors are not smart enough, by and large, to know that. The germ theory is fake. It's bogus. If it were real, there's nobody alive to discover the germ theory, much less promote it as the reason why people get sick. Folks, I feel this is remedial. How many times do I have to say this? You have more bacteria in your gut than you have cells in your body. And that's not even talking about the so-called viruses or exosomes that dwarf the number. Dwarf the number. Is dwarf a bad word? Am I, am I, can I say dwarf on the, on the, on the show? I, I said, yeah, it's not, it's not, well, I think so. It little people's the number of <laughs> viral proteins or, you know, exosomes in and on sure. and around you. And so I, I tell you, this is not engaging in scientific inquiry or discovery when we talk about the fear of the germ and germs cause disease and COVID-19 is going to kill everybody. It's not. Even they acknowledge 99.95% or more of the people that supposedly get it. How do they determine it? You got it. A test that's not authorized by the FDA other than through emergency use. It's not approved. It has no standard. And there's great controversy as to what that test is even for, including the developer of the test who won the Nobel Prize, Carrie Mullis, who said this is not a test designed to detect infectious agents to tell you whether you're sick or not. It's just not. And then they go antibody test, nonspecific cross-reactive, antigen, antibody. It's not an appropriate technology to determine, oh, you're sick and you're, you're a super spreader. And so the idea that now we come together in religious worship to celebrate a wedding or to mourn the passing of a loved one in a, in a funeral or something, a memorial service, you can't have that because you're going to kill people just by doing it. How did we ever survive as a species, folks? I ask the question most sincerely. How are we alive? How are any of us alive? Based on the germ theory, we should all be dead before we even get out of whatever it is that we get out of. This is the kind of insanity we're dealing with. A bunch of infants running the medical asylum. Yes, the doctors could stop this in a second if they would just use the intelligence God gave them if they believe in God. If they're not atheistic doctors, then there's no hope at that point. But recognize that creation itself included microbes. And those microbes are essential for our very life, our function, the production of endocrine compounds, neurotransmitters, digestion, assimilation, production of everything. And yet we've fallen prey to this in the calendar year 2020. How embarrassing. We think we're so smart. We're so intelligent. And yet we turn our own intelligence that God may have granted us to the expert elite ruling class that exhibits little or no intelligence when it comes to the germ theory. I cough on you, you die. You cough and breathe on me, I die. No, that's not the way it works. You have an immune system and it's not your mask. So as we get together, and I encourage you to do so on Thanksgiving in large crowds and you breathe in the presence of one another, recognize it isn't the breath that causes death. Oh, unless there's halitosis, then it's kind of nasty. You know that bad breath, but that's a gastrointestinal stomach disorder that needs to be corrected from within. By healing the things we do, silver aloe protocol, Alta can just on and on it goes. How do we heal the gut? We got to stop putting in glyphosate, Roundup ready products. So I pray that for those of you who can and have, 
to make better choices about the quality of food that you bring in. And I know some people say it costs too much, but what is the price of the lack of health? Long-term, I know. We're trading out. Y'all got to figure out the budget. I'm not budgeting for you. But what is healthy life worth? And what is not as important? Make those value decisions, value judgments when you figure it out. Many of you have. And uh, you're going to have a great Thanksgiving. Getting together and red-pilling each other. You know what I'm saying? Super Don, you don't have to red-pill your family. Everybody on board or is there going to be any controversy? I see you're hiding behind the Hasidic Jews in Brooklyn right now. There's so many of them, you just can't see me. It's kind of like, where, like where's Waldo? You know, Are you in Super there? Don? Are you in there? I'm in there somewhere, yeah, wearing my hat. Can you do the Hava Nagila? <clears throat> is that not just a song? Is that a, is it's that a dance, too. Dance There's too. a dance. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not familiar. So, yeah, I ask you sincerely, are you going to have to red pill any of the family? Or are they all, they're all on board. They know where you're at, right? They're not mostly not afraid or all not afraid? uh with the ex- with the exception of a couple of people yeah I are mean, they going to be whatever. present or are they going to zoom no in? no we're gonna we're gonna do a virtual thing with them all right so everybody that's physically yeah. present you're not gonna have to red pill they're already no we're gonna have i think we're gonna have 15 to 17 people here so awesome i hope yeah. we get to see pictures so we can use it as evidence yeah. against you Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Set me up here. huh? No, no. Yeah, I want to see everybody. But post their big family gatherings yep. right in the face of Kate Brown and whoever these yahoos are that are claiming they have the authority to do what they don't have the authority to do. Yep. So, all right. What have I missed in terms of questions and comments? And we're almost out of time and uh, we may need to uh, take a break and come back for bonus time. What do you think? Um, yeah, you know, one interesting comment that, that kind of got me here, uh, saw a couple of people talking about how, you know, it's interesting, um, Bill Gates is out there pushing masks, but good luck trying to find a picture of him, With him wearing, wearing a, a mask. mask. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? I actually went and looked. I was like, no, that can't be true. And I went and looked and literally there's mm-hmm. no picture on the internet anywhere of him wearing a mask. I found an article where he says he does wear masks and he talked mm-hmm. about, what kind of mask he wears. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is literally no picture of him. He's been very careful uh, to make sure that there are no pictures of him wearing a mask on the internet. How interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. All right, folks, we're going to take a break. I want to thank Lisa Hill for being on board today. Remember, RSB 50, 50% off the pillows and the mask from Silverite Global. Uh, there are other great deals. We might mention them when we come back and do a uh, bonus time. And as we've done because of the thing, Michael Bolden from the 10th Amendment Center hooked us up with the library thing, which is a backup plan as well for videos. So if in case we get banned and deplatformed uh, in order to do that, I have to end before two hours, cut the broadcast and restart the broadcast. That's why we used to just roll into it. And all of our episodes were well over two hours. And so it wasn't picking them up. It only picked up shorter ones. So we've instituted that and, you guys hang in there. If you want to stick around for bonus territory, we'll look at the questions, comments. I think there are some other questions of the day we didn't get to that are in, uh, well, they're at the Robert Scott Belcher website, but we didn't publish them. I might want to get to them as well. If not, then tomorrow. Uh, but stick with us. Lots more healing to go on the Robert Scott Bell Show, where I simply remind you that the power to heal is yours. The Robert Scott, the Bell, Robert Show. Scott Bell Show.
Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Robert Scott Bell Show.